Hey everyone, and welcome to Odd Talk, a podcast series hosted by yours truly, Matthew Overton. In this week's episode, I interview my very good friend, Eddie Mosley, or as he goes by, Zare, where we discuss his achievements in future in music, what content creators of all genres should be aware of, and we celebrate the spirit of Halloween. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Odd Talk. Actually recording this time. Yeah, I think we're actually recording. So all of you listening right now. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Since since Matthew isn't gonna introduce himself. Sorry. I, this is Matthew Overton, the guy that's hosting this podcast. And my hi. name is Eddie Mosley. I'm such a bad moderator. No, yes, and such a bad host. So hey everyone out there. Uh, I'm hope you are having a really, really, really good day today. Um I'm really excited because this is my very first podcast. Ah! Um, in which I'm actually interviewing one of my really close friends, Zare. Ah, say hello, Zare. Hi, my name is Eddie. Ed- okay, Eddie, whatever. <laughs> Get over yourself. I, hi, my name is my name is Eddie. Or Eddie Edward Mosley. Uh, or I go by Zare on the music world. Um, I've been producing music for about six or seven years now. Started in my bedroom as a high school student, just trying to. F- find new shit to do and besides video games and mm-hmm. YouTube videos. Um, I actually am a record label owner now. I own Charismatic Records, LLC. I started it back in August, and I just opened demo submissions t- to the public. So if any of you guys are interested, hit me up on SoundCloud, and we'll to go from there. Anyway, Matthew has an interview f- for me today. Uh, this, <laughs> yes, is, this, is, this is the third time we're recording this, so hopefully this works out. <laughs> so all of you listening at home... Um, I'm a little bit late on introducing my podcast. We actually recorded the first time uh, about, what, like four weeks ago, a month ago, I want to say? Yeah. And so what ended up happening was, like, I guess the video file, or the video file, the audio file on my GarageBand got lost in my iCloud account somewhere, and it eventually just got deleted. So I couldn't recover it. And so now we are recording again this morning, um, in which we did at first... On GarageBand, we did end up having some problems, so we just switched over to Eddie's software, which is FLV, I want to say? No, it's Audacity. Audacity. I'm not, not good with names. Not even close. Not even close, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, and so, like, now <laughs> we're here, and here we are, and stuff. So, Eddie, the very first question I want to ask you for this interview, because I think it's the most important. What got you interested into uh, music and audio in general? Okay, so I've always been interested in music. Uh, when I was a kid, about maybe five years old, I started doing piano lessons. Uh, I did piano lessons until I was a fifth grader in elementary school, and then I went into middle school, and I just fell out of it. It really wasn't interesting to me anymore. I was getting really busy with school and stuff. Not that I had a lot of friends or anything like that, but oh, I, was I, had, I was just really busy with school. I wanted to focus on school and stuff, so I just stopped doing it. 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was a freshman in high school that one of my friends at the time showed me this amazing software called FL Studio by ImageLine, hashtag not spawns. Um, I just, he found, he's like, dude, check this out. And I was like, what? And I checked it out. I was like, dude, this is awesome. So we were like send back and forth for different loops and stuff like that. He kind of fell out of it and and stuff, but I, I kept going with it and I finally was able to create something. Um, it's just, it's just that I've always loved music, but I've never been able to like play guitar right. or anything like that. <laughs> I didn't have a band, but I wanted to make music. And I still, I was like, I can make music on my computer. This mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. And, and stuff. So, I mean, I didn't even, I mean, I have a MacBook pro and a record label, a DJ. I mean, I have all these different things I have now. Right. When I started, I had an HP pavilion laptop of four gigabytes of Ram and 200 gigabytes of space. That is Dinosaur shit. (laughs) But and I had the software, and that was it. I didn't, and I had a pair of head, pair of Apple headphones. I didn't have anything fancy. You don't need the new biggest and newest thing. Gear just does. Gear doesn't make you better. It makes it easier. Yeah, absolutely. So, but that is one of the reasons why I love getting into music. It's Mm. just I just love electronic music. One of my favorite artists when I first started listening to this stuff was Dead Mouse. Right. Dead Mouse, and then I started listening to Skrillex, and then I started listening to uh, Tiesto, all the all the like, Cascade, all the like classic people that I used to, when I was listening. But nowadays, I'm listening to all this underground stuff. I've met a lot of artists recently. I mean, it's crazy how what time can do. Absolutely. Know? We should try to put you into ACL or South by Southwest next year. <laughs> Just like enter you in and see how I am opening up a poll on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Vote yes for Azair to play at ACL 2017. <laughs> really? No, really and truly. For those who don't know what ACL is, ACL is a huge music festival in my hometown, Austin, Texas. It is ginormous. Um, it's really big. It's a really big event with like a whole bunch of different artists and even local artists go there to play. So hopefully I get in next year. <laughs> so, Eddie. Yes. I like... I liked how you just went into depth about your favorites and, and like what specifics like especially I talk for days about that no, shit. No, well no, here's the thing I was trying to lead into and I'm trying to like make the link and the connection. Like any creator, whether it's music, whether it's video content, whether it's any kind of content, like any creator, what would you say is the hardest thing to overcome when it comes to making content just in general? That's a really good that's a really good question. Oh, I know the answer. Creator's block, writer's block. Oh yes. my god, yes. you have no idea. If y'all are creators that do drawings and music and anything creative, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Like I for like a good three years I was bone dry with ideas. And I would just sit there and I would just try my best to try and get stuff down and I would trash it because it sounded like crap the next day. And then I just kept doing that because I'm like, oh, it doesn't sound like this person. And But I got to the point where the one, re- one way I got over it was stop giving a shit about trying to be like everyone else. Be right. my own thing. You have to come up with your own style. Right, absolutely. Yes, you want to like, when you're first starting, try, trying to like, you know, try to recreate. I used to recreate like famous tracks and mm-hmm. it wouldn't sound as good, but it gets me thinking and how to do things. And then <clears> I can use those techniques to do my own thing. Right. You know, if you try to be like everyone else, you're not going to get anywhere. Absolutely. And that's what I think. Like, that's why, on, on to a point, I think, 
when when people say like there is no such thing as like meaningless creations there is no such thing as meaningless creations but there is a point to where it is okay to say certain creations have less value than others and solely because not that it's not good and not that it doesn't have good value to it but when you create something it should be in your own style and in your own unique way because it gives it personal value and personal meaning to it because if you're just creating a certain content because someone else is creating it that the value for it isn't going to be as high as uh, as compared to when you can create what you want to create because it's you and that's what you want to represent yeah absolutely um so that being said do you have any plans for like making uh, an audio track for halloween that's coming up halloween this Monday? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, what is this? This should be released. This podcast, this podcast should be released like Saturday or Sunday. So yeah, you should be listening to this like right before Halloween. But Dude, I, I'm going to be out of town this weekend visiting oh my, my parents. I haven't seen my parents in two months because <gasps> oh. I've been busy with school and everything. And Absolutely. Work. So I'm going to go home and visit my parents and take a break. But I am in the process of working on a track. It's something new something different it's a completely new different sound i'm what a lot of people are going to be really pissed i'm probably going to lose a lot of people by just saying this i don't believe in just keeping with the same style every freaking song right every song i create i try to make it different right but keep the same type of elements of giving it the zare feeling Mm -hmm. to it um and what a lot of artists do, and that's why I hate when people bitch about, oh, why doesn't this sound like the old <laughs> old so-and-so? This sounds like shit. <laughs> well, okay. guess what? He doesn't fucking care. He's doing it because he loves making music. And right. some people are like, oh, he's selling out. She's selling out. No, they're experimenting and trying new things. Yeah, absolutely. It's called keeping it fresh. If you sell, if you listen to Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites over and over by Skrillex, over, it gets old, it's over good, and over yeah. and over, and you will fucking kill yourself. Absolutely. Because you're going to be bored. You're not going to. You're going to be expecting the same <laughs> thing over and over again. Yeah. That's why a lot of people are like, "Why haven't you made an EP yet?" I'm like, because one, I don't want to. Two, I don't have time. And three, I don't like, I haven't really developed my style yet. I'm still developing a style. Right. You know, I haven't gotten to the point where like, okay, this is my shit. I'm going to stick with this. I'm still learning. And I'm probably going to continue learning. Like anybody else, yeah. I might release an EP next year. I don't know. But it's just, it. you have to figure out things before you do something. Right. You know what I mean? Right, absolutely. And, you know... Like, I think, like, anything else, um, when it comes to, like, making content, you have to understand that, in a way, this is going to kind of contradict what I said before. There are going to be outside influences that are going to influence your way of work and your, like, creation and your content, but that should not stray, that should not stray from what you want to make. You know what I'm saying? So, like, in other words, it's okay to have like um, a model for yourself, a person who inspires you and like you want to create content like that. But that being said, it should not be content just like that. It needs to be content that you feel comfortable with, that you feel is unique to you. And even though there is other content out there, it needs to be different. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like you understand yeah. what I'm trying to say? Like it, it's kind of like others, but it's not like there. You're not doing it solely because they're doing it. You're doing it because you're comfortable with it and it's totally different. Yeah. 
I get asked this. Mm-hmm. I actually have heard heard this so many times. I hate it when people are like that. Only do this because for money. Absolutely. If you do it just for money, why are you doing? It? Well, and and that's a good thing because. As many as I think we should all know by now, uh, not that like everyone should know or whatever, but I'm a YouTuber. I make YouTube content. Recently, I haven't been making any because like school and work, you know, things like that. Shit gets real in life. <laughs> Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, shit gets real and, and it just, it strays from your passions. But that being said, as a YouTuber, I get first view as to what people uh, when people make claims, I should say, who aren't YouTubers and they say certain YouTubers make do YouTube because they it's a way for them to earn money. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, no, that's not true. Every YouTube creator on YouTube is doing it solely because they like doing it. No, that's a lie. There are YouTubers out there who will claim that they are doing YouTube because they like it, but they're actually doing it because they get money off of it. And now at first they may have been doing YouTube because it is something that they wanted to do. Otherwise they wouldn't have done it. But I think it will get to a point to where certain people will, will earn so much money that it's going to blind their passion for doing YouTube um, without making money. And it's going to corrupt their, their way of Mm -hmm. making content online. And that's just the fact. I'm sorry. And that's why, like that's why I think YouTube, the YouTube community, has a good way of like hiding that. Not the not entirely, because that being said, there are good YouTubers out there who do make content because they really like it. But they donate money to but, causes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you have to be wary of like when you're being lied to. It's like politics, you know. You have to be careful about when you're being lied to, and like you know what I'm saying. So like that is that's uh, something that's a really good point to bring up. Now, Eddie. Um, what is your favorite track that you have made so far? Because you have, like, how many? Nine tracks? Uh, <laughs> Something like that. Illuminate, Lost, Portals. Wait, no. I'm trying, trying, trying to go in order. Okay, there's Dimensions. Right. Portals, Flares. Flares was my favorite. Soaring, so Lost, Summer, and Illuminate. Now, that, being, seven. No, that being said... Um, I'm going to put all your information on uh, from iTunes and SoundCloud onto the description. Don't put iTunes. Don't? Just put my SoundCloud. I have all the okay. links. If you guys want to... Okay, this is how I do things on my SoundCloud. Okay. <laughs> my tracks... I have three tracks that are on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all that stuff. Okay. I have them on there because I want everybody to be able to have access to it. And if anybody wants to, like, you know, donate some money to me by buying my tracks, do it. I'm not going to, like, stop you. But I'm not going to, like, ask for you to do it. You know why? Because I believe that you shouldn't be having to ask people to do it. Like, on my SoundCloud, I have it set up, okay? And I'm not lying. I'm not keeping this hidden or anything like that, okay? I have have my stuff hooked up with the Artist Union. The Artist Union is a very good resource if you wanted to build your following without being a total loser and sellout by you know buying views and stuff like that. Right. Basically what I do is I have it set up to where any track I release, right. it gets put on the artist union and anyone can download it right. for free. The only way for you to download it for free is if you follow me on SoundCloud. Right. It's 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 considered some people call it a follow gate, but I think it's a good like hey, if you support me on SoundCloud and share my track, you get a free download of the track. If yeah. you don't follow me on SoundCloud, you can buy it for ninety nine yeah. cents. If you have me, if you have Spotify, you can stream it on Spotify. Right. But 
I'm not just going to give it out for free. Right. I mean, I can't do that. Well, and I think like any anybody like any creator, I don't think that. I mean, it's 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 it is one thing to make content and make it free and available for you know just whatever. But I do think it is okay to put a price on your content because it that's the value you give it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the value that you're giving it, and because of that, it, certain people put certain types of values to certain things, and I think that is okay. Like any creator, and it and it goes to show <clears throat> how well how much your fans love you. If right. they're willing to support you by sharing something on a social media site right. and get a free song in mm-hmm. return, that just goes to show you who your real fans are. Right. I mean, I'm not saying the people that don't have SoundCloud can't listen to it. I mean, you can still go on my SoundCloud and listen to the track right. for free. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay for it. You just can't keep it on your phone. Right. Another reason why I do that is to keep... is Because whoever, whenever someone downloads it on... On Artist Union, it tells me who downloads it. Right. And so if someone, I know exactly who all downloads it, and so if something goes to happen to my song, I can find out who that person is, mm-hmm. and if they're using it illegally, I can't, I mean, I, I hate, I don't want to sound douchey, but I, 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 I'm sh- I need to make sure that everyone knows that this, that if you use a song illegally, you're, you are going to get hunted down. Right. And <clears throat> you're, you're, you're going to have some legal consequences. Now, if you don't know, it depends on where you live. Right. If you live in the U.S., fair use is 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go and just put my song on a YouTube video without asking, I'm going to message you and ask you if you could credit me at least. Right. And uh, you're right. I'm not asking you to give me money for it. I'm I'm talking about just give me credit. Absolutely. This amazing person shared this, made this song. I'm sharing it with you. I don't mind if you put it on your YouTube videos and... You're using it as a promotional, free promotional thing. I love it when people do that. Right, absolutely. But it's when people don't credit me. Right, and, and here's another thing about that. I hate La- to sound selfish. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I, here's one, one thing I want to bring up. If you make content anywhere, okay, anywhere, it doesn't matter what, and you see people using it without giving you credit, it's one thing to um, it's one thing to ask them to give you credit. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, it's just the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? You're the creator of that content. You should have a right to being credit. And I, I don't think like, people should go and attack people um, straight on, like head on, you know what I'm saying? Don't just slam them with lawsuits or whatever. Just be be nice to, you know, to the people. Be like, hey, like I saw that you put this content in your video. This is my content. Do you mind just like adding some credit? Not necessarily asking for no, a payment. You I'm know, just telling put, you to take it right. down. Right, you know, just put, hey, like this song or this video clip is from this. Like, can you just put, you know, a, something in your exactly. video description in there? You know, and, and that's one, one thing. But I do think that, that, and not specifically to you, but here's the thing I want to get to those creators who are upset with with plagiarism and things like that. Like, I'm not saying plagiarism is right, but if you are afraid people are going to use your stuff wrongly, that's, that's something you kind of... Need to accept. Need to accept because you're putting out... You're putting yourself to the public. You're, you know, like any any public celebrity. It's like with hate, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, if you become publicized, you're gonna have to endure some hate. I'm sorry, not everyone's yeah. gonna like you. And that that goes with making content. I'm sorry, not everyone's gonna use your content right. But there, it's gonna happen. And it, therefore, you need to take the right proper precautions. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, 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 trust me. I have received messages from people calling me a fucking fake ass bitch 
<laughs> and and all these other things because right. and I've been like and whenever I stream on Twitch I've had you know ten year olds come in and tro- troll me they think that there's the shit and right. everything like that and it's like okay here's the thing I I don't like if you're gonna just come in and do that I mean there you need to get something fixed right like you need but mm-hmm. back to what you were saying about plagiarism like. If I have seen multiple times, one of my favorite artists, Midas, if any of you guys know who Midas is, he is one of the artists that, like, he's an inspiration to me. I love his music. Right. He's a very well-rounded guy. He owns his own record label as well. The thing I liked about him is that he had this incident recently that a fan sent him a message on Facebook saying, hey, Joel, or Joe, I can't think of his name, Joe, <laughs> Joe, or, hey, someone check it, look, look at this link. Right. And he watched the link, and it was a song that he wrote three or four years ago that somebody re-uploaded to YouTube and called it something completely different. Right. And immediately his fans were like, bullshit. Right. This is not cool. And so, like, all, all, all along the video, you have all these comments of his, Midas' fans t- calling this guy out. And Midas sent him a little, he even screenshot, showed him the message basically <clears> saying <throat> that... This is bullshit. You need to get mm-hmm. rid of this right now or we're going to have some legal trouble. Right. That's a summarization of what he basically said. Right. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know how freaking lame that is to do that? You think that you're, you're the coolest shit ever, but you right. realize that Midas is a pretty big artist. People mm-hmm. are going to find this out and they're going to call you out and you're going to get in some legal trouble. Yeah. Especially if it's but, stuff like that. Well, and, and <clears throat> here's the thing. I think like anybody who commits plagiarism um and you put yourself i don't believe in it well no no, no, no. well here's the thing i think a lot of you need to remember who are content creators if you think you're gonna get by by plagiarizing content you need to like really rethink your values and you need to rethink your not like not i'm not saying that like you know like maybe you need thinking about doing something else but if you think you're gonna be a content creator by plagiarizing other people's work, you need to really reevaluate why you're making content, um, or how you're making content. I should say, you not need why. You reevaluate your life. Well, because here's the thing: it's gonna make you look bad as a creator. Because let's say that I have 3.7 million fans, right? And I'm making all this content online or whatever, and come to find out one of my tracks was actually plagiarized. What do you think that's going to do to my fan base? That I'm going to start losing fans left to right. I'm going to have people calling me fake and things like that. It's going to ruin my career. So, like, you need to, like, really watch what you're doing when it comes to making content. When you... Okay, here's some advice to you guys that are making music or anything, <clears throat> like, art-related. Get it copyrighted. Yeah, absolutely. No matter if it's going to be a huge song or not, get it copyrighted. It, Especially if you live in the U.S., get it copyrighted. Yes, it is protected by copyright laws because you made it. But to have it be brought to court or in yeah. any legal trouble like that, you have to have legal proof. Legal I res- yeah. And if you're a musician, join AS- ASCAP mm-hmm. or uh, BMI. I right. think that's what it is. BMI. I'm not... But I'm, I'm, a, I'm a member of ASCAP. It's 50 bucks to join. Mm-hmm. And they will represent you as if someone... If they find... They go out and they, they, they search. And if, they, if someone is using your song illegally, they will handle it. Yeah, they'll absolutely. they'll get you the credit, <clears throat> and if they and if they don't, then they're gonna go into legal trouble and stuff like that. But the thing is, you need to get your stuff copyrighted. It's thirty five bucks for a song, mm-hmm. or I think it's a song. Yeah, thirty by five bucks for a song or an album. They get it copyrighted to the United States Copyright Office. I did it for Illuminate, 
and so it's copyrighted and everything like that. And Absolutely. so if anything, because ha- I actually found my song was actually uploaded to an illegal download site. Right. And I emailed those people, and they didn't do anything. Oh, we don't host. We we don't host this this file. We're just showing it on our site. And I sent them back a message saying, "Really? Then why are y'all doing this in the first place?" Mm-hmm. Just because you have a disclaimer, that doesn't mean you can still get away with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah. I, now, here's the thing I do want to bring up. Just, uh, just for devil's advocate purposes, okay. Do you think there is a thing, there is a substance or consistency where online creators will take, will, will call out other creators for plagiarism? And do you think it can go? It happens all well, the no, 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 time. No, 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 no. But do you think it can go to a point where it's too far? Yes. Yeah, right. Because here's the thing. Recently, I'm not stirring the pot, okay. Recently, about a couple months ago, I think we all remember, um, Taylor Swift called out Kanye for that, for for something, oh, oh, specifically, I don't know the specifics of it, or I really don't remember, um, but I think it was where Kanye had used one of Taylor's things, Taylor Swift's comments, or I don't know specifically what it was, and then Taylor Swift came back and said, like, no, I didn't give you permission to do that, and then what ended up happening, Kim Kardashian ended up releasing uh, an audio recording tape of uh, of Taylor actually saying this and that, and then Taylor went back on Twitter and said, like, oh, I didn't give you content to call me a bitch, and you're blah, 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 you know, wh- wh- whatever the shit was, you know, whatever, but... It has, after that, I think there were a lot of claims that, like, Taylor Swift was, was, um, using, um, was, like, over calling out too many, I mean, I don't know how to word it. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't know how to specifically word it. All right, here's, here's my thing. I don't follow that bullshit. No, I don't either, but, But, like. But but listen, let's just listen. I'm trying to, so basically, this is my point. This is why when it gets out of hand. Right. First of all. You can't copyright things you just, like, I think you can, but oh my god, you're going to make a legal claim over something like this because Absolutely, someone called yeah. you a bitch in a song? Are you fucking kidding me? That is not what these resources are for. These resources for legal claims like that should be only used for protecting things that are somebody's personal things that they created themselves, like a song, a painting, a book. A drawing, whatever. That is what it's for. It's not for you to fucking bitch about something because someone called you a bitch in a song. Uh, hello, it's called freedom of speech. You can mm-hmm. fucking write about whatever the fuck you want. Unless, and there's limitations to it, I know that. But calling someone a bitch in a song, how many damn songs do you hear someone being called a bitch in a damn song? <laughs> Every freaking song, if you think about it. Well, that, but... Just because it's because Taylor Swift doesn't want to look, it's it's it's. I really don't want to talk about. No, it. well, here's the thing. I, I think I just I, I found a way to word word it correctly. I think people and on content creators will use plagiarism to attack other play to attack other content creators. Okay. Even though it's not actually plagiarism, because they want to ruin their career in a way, and and they get want the publicity. all yeah, they want the publicity, but they also want to they want to be top, they want to be the number one, like any creator. They people who create content, ladies and gentlemen, some of them will fight, and they will not physical, okay, but some of them will do anything to get to the top of their content created category, whether it's YouTube or singing. There are some people out there that will do anything to get to the top to be number one for whatever content region or content category that they're making okay 
and they'll do they'll use things like plagiarism to uh, discriminate or or to um, it's all for to, the views. to to yeah to discriminate or to like bring down other creators so that way it's easier for them to get to the top you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying and so because of that we see a lot of like <clears throat> um, claims of plagiarism and 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 um, um, defacing of other people's content because these people want to find anything, absolutely anything, to ruin other people so that way it's easier for them to get to the top. And that's I have an example of that. Not plagiarism, but an example of trying to ruin people's careers, the freaking presidential election this oh, year. Oh, Lord. I don't want to talk about it, but that's just an example of <laughs> yeah. bullshit that likes that. But, but no, like this... It, it's not just with fucking Kanye West and Taylor Swift. A it's, lot of people it, probably know about all the stupid YouTube drama. Absolutely, that happens every oh, fucking day. Oh, trust me. Well, and I think I think that's why I'm kind of glad I'm not. Look, I only have 29 subscribers on YouTube, you know. And thank goodness, as of this time, I'm not a big. A big I don't have a lot of subscribers, only because I feel like if I was a big subscriber, you people's a lot. Well, no, yeah, but here's the thing: I don't want to be dragged into it because I think like all big creators when one big creator on YouTube does something people all over the internet Twitter Instagram Snapchat they're gonna drag everybody under the bus just because this one top creator and and an example is FouseyTube okay FouseyTube I'm not talking bad okay I'm not no I don't want to talk about this whole situation (laughs) I already watched videos on it and it with Phil DeFranco and all of them which by the way I love all of the YouTube creators I don't I'm not biased against anybody I have no hate towards anybody that's between y'all two I don't want to you know what I'm saying like you know whatever but the thing is is when if if something if one thing happens to one internet creator who is very famous on YouTube then everyone is going to get dragged in and involved and it's just one of those because they because they because because one, if it's some, if it's a big YouTube, it's going to be a big search term, and yes. so if you use it in a video, it's going to be searched, and you're going to get more views that way. We, absolutely, and the thing, and the th- uh, uh, you know, absolutely. Which, which here's the thing: uh, sidestep. I don't really care about clickbait. I don't know why. I don't see the hype and the and to like the, the why people get so mad. Like I understand you feel like you're being deceived and stuff. But, like, really? I mean, you shouldn't care what the video is called. You should care about the content of the video. <laughs> you know the what I'm saying? one thing, I agree with you, but the one thing I hate about clickbait is that if you're resulting to using a bullshit title to get someone to watch your video, that is sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. That isn't, that, if you're, if you're like, oh, mm-hmm. we're getting married, and then it turns out, oh, I don't have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They, he, it's like for some people that don't even follow like the person they're like mm-hmm. who are you fucking getting married to right like dude stop no I, and I totally understand like, that like I, I don't get why because if you have to result to having a bullshit title to get more views mm-hmm. you're selling yourself out I'm sorry right. but a lot of YouTubers are doing that nowadays and it just pisses me off well and and I think a lot of things here's the thing I think this year alone, this is one of the biggest years YouTube has been in the spotlight the of the world public. has been a bunch of bullshit. No, well, absolutely, but I just for you for the YouTube community itself, I think YouTube has been in the spotlight publicly this year alone a lot compared to other years. You know, with, with FouseyTube and Filter Franco and, and things like that, and with uh, the whole thing with other YouTubers. You know, uh, poor. 
um, <coughs> Colleen Ballinger, you know, getting a divorce. I feel so bad for all these YouTubers. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to get like publicity or, oh, you know, whatever. I'm just saying I feel bad for the YouTubers because it's like, you know, they make videos like this when they share their personal information and people resort to, to extorting it and to, to defacing it. It's like the, it, an example, a prime example is with um, uh, BF versus GF with Jesse Wellens and um, what is her name? I told, I, Gina. Yeah, Gina. You know, this year they decided to take a break from each other, you know, whatever, which is not, uh, you know, none of my business. And it should be nobody, nobody else's business, you know, it shouldn't matter. But, you know, it's like when they put in their video, like they feel they don't want people using it or extorting it just to get views and, and to to create drama and things like that. And I think that that is something that should be respected, especially when it comes from from the content that they make and the and the fan base. Yeah. Okay. So I agree with you on that. This is why a lot of people wonder why a lot of YouTubers don't show their personal life. Absolutely. Because you know why? Because. I'm not saying of all you guys, but of the bitches out there that go around and snoop. Yeah, absolutely. And they try everything and try to extort it. Mm-hmm. And these are not like, you know, old, like, these aren't like, you know, paparazzi people. These are 13-year-old people, kids. Absolutely. Going uh, yeah. around and extorting You would be fucking surprised. Shit, <laughs> causing rumors <laughs> and bullshit. It's like, this is why people don't share their personal life on YouTube. Absolutely. A lot of people don't. Well, and I think, in case you didn't know... The viewers and the subscribers on YouTube are mostly kids. They're like seven-year-olds to like 17-year-olds. I kid you not. Don't even get me started. Which is why I'm kind of glad that my targeted audience isn't necessarily for teenagers. It's more for just anybody in general. But I'm hoping to get more adults because like, I feel like with more adults, it's not as big as a problem. Which, by the way, um, for all of you listening, we're... We're actually recording the podcast in a public area. <laughs> We're not actually recording in uh, uh, like an audio studio because the studio was uh, being used and stuff like that. So like we had to use the alternative, which was recording here in a public area. So just ignore the external Background noise. no- noises and stuff. Yeah, but back on topic. You know, I. You know that's just how. I just totally blanked out as to what I was talking about. But, like, it, you know, that's just one thing when it comes to making content. Like, like anybody, when people share their personal information, I think that the fans and the public has um, an obligation to kind of show a little bit of respect, even though it will never really happen. You know what I'm saying? The public is not going to be entirely uh, respectful when it comes to stuff like that. But that... It all connects back to, like, why I'm kind of glad. As of this time, I'm not. Because, like, right now, YouTube is in, like, a boiling pot of water. You know what I'm saying? With a lot of stuff happening um, on the content side. I don't see it lasting any much longer. I think No, I don't think it's going to last longer. Because the thing is, is that, you know, I don't know, I don't know if anybody, anybody knows about this, but Google doesn't make any money with YouTube. Well, I... You know why? Because they're paying all these people to do videos. Well, That's why they the came thing. up with YouTube Red. Well, here's the thing. I didn't real, realize about this. Which, by the way, to all of you youtubers out there which you're probably not listening just hang in there guys i feel so bad for like what y'all have to endure when it comes to your personal life and when when your fan base doesn't react the way you want to react and with the things like that i just hang in there guys i love all of you but here's the thing i think that's really fucked up um most recently did you hear about the google terms and conditions changes whatever don't get me started on that that's crazy right well, I, it was, here's the thing about it, okay? And this is all I'm going to say about it. 
y'all need to look at these y'all need to go and look at these terms and conditions because <coughs> you know this stuff has been there for the longest of times okay I'm not agreeing with it. I no. think it's the internet. You shouldn't be limited, but it is their website. They can choose what the fuck and do with their site. Absolutely. And if they don't want porn on it, they don't want porn on it. But here's the thing that a lot of people are getting pissed off about. One, they didn't tell people they were taking money away from them. Right. That's they, what I was about to talk about. For the longest, for two years. This thing has been implemented for like a year and a half now. Absolutely. And people are like, why am I not making this much money this month? It's because these advertisers aren't yes, being used. Absolutely. Because advertisers only want certain things and stuff. But there's thousands of other advertisers that would want to do videos and stuff. But I'm not like condoning bad things on the internet. What I'm saying is you shouldn't make, you shouldn't not have an advertiser to opt out of it's advertiser's choice to not opt out of like cussing and stuff like that but right. you realize that it's kind of hard to not cuss on the internet yeah absolutely and, and that's why I think and, I, <clears throat> but the thing is is that these but they're so broad they're so not specific on what the terms are about it's just not very clear but the thing is is that people bitched about it for a couple months and no one's bitching about it anymore well, here's, here's a thing uh, here's the thing. I want to go back to the ad revenue stuff. One of two things. A, what I was going to say was around when the content, when the terms and conditions problem, you know, when it sparked the internet, drill up the internet and people on Twitter and stuff, and it was a hashtag and everything. You know why everyone did it? Well, no, because, no, of, because of the fact that it's a very popular thing, so everyone wanted views. Well, here's the thing. Okay, here is the dealio. It was rumored that around this time, well, around that time when that was going on, it was discovered that YouTube was making so much money that content creators were being ditched off of money. And I, I specifically, well, well, here's the thing, and here's what I'm trying to talk about. Whenever a, an, an ad or like an ad, you know, like a, a commercial or an ad comes on a YouTube video, okay, those Google gets a percentage, and the content creator gets a percentage of that ad. You know, that's why they have AdSense on Google, and. The thing was, was was Google apparently had claims against them that they were making millions of dollars off these advertisements, but they were only giving a fraction a fraction percentage to the content creators themselves. I don't well, believe that. Well, well and, and here's the thing. Philip DeFranco made a video about this. And I'm not saying he's a source. Maybe he is a good source for certain things. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I, I You know, you just never know. But he made a video um, condoning this and... Uh, it kind of sparked a wild up in the internet because um, that's why so many people were on Twitter saying that like they're not making like enough money because of the fact Google was taking money away from them for these advertisements, which they feel the creators earned. So in other words, a lot of people were mad because they felt that Google was taking money away from YouTubers that they earned from the advertisements. You know what I'm saying? Which is in a way kind of I, I would I would say is legitimate. It's a legitimate thing to get mad about because like any creator, if you feel like you're being stripped of money, you know. Uh, from which you feel like you've earned, that's kind of something you should probably not fight, but like really look into because it, it's kind of like a job. Like basically, if you're getting paid for making content on that YouTube, that's job. your job. And that's like any job, your job is stiffing you for money and that should not be something that should be happening. But at the same time, because of that, I think Google is getting so much more attention because of it. So I think that Google is getting a lot of attention bought to it because of it. I think Google's going to change something here very soon to like ensure that. I mean, shit, they came out with their own phone. Absolutely, right? 
So like I would I would suspect that like Google do something about how they pay their their content creators, which is not I'm which going back to what I said. So earlier. So this is why I'm not on YouTube anymore. Well, well, and it goes back to what I said earlier at the beginning. I don't think con- uh, creators really care specifically about the money. I don't. Uh, the, A lot of them I follow said that if they didn't make any money, they would still do it. Right. Absolutely. And that was one of the problems with the monetization because a lot. Remember, a lot of people were so scared that that they were going to quit making YouTube videos because they weren't getting paid enough. That's what the problem was because you would see They make their lives revolve around it. Here's the thing about that. A lot of these people just... They didn't do any, like, college work. They didn't go to... They dropped out of college because they were doing this. A lot of them did that. And so now they're having to find other ways of... Because, like, you can't do this their whole freaking life. You have to be able to, like, you know, have some backup plans or something like that. Well, I was going to be used doing YouTube videos and stuff like that, but I just, it's just, no. Well, that's another thing I want to talk about, too. But, like, the thing was, was I remember people going on Twitter and saying, oh, great, my content creator isn't going to be making uh, YouTube videos anymore. And, like, people were saying, no, like, that's not true. They're still going to be making videos, even though they're not making money. Plus, this is only for monetization purposes. This doesn't mean that the content they're creating isn't going to be, um, you know, it's not, the terms and conditions only affects how they're being monetized. It's not affecting you know how the content should be made and people made some valuable points and they were like well let's test it out if we see certain youtubers changing the type of content on their videos because it's affecting their monetization then you're gonna then that's gonna point out who's really doing it for money and who's doing it just because it's their passion because if those who are doing it just for the passion are still going to continue to make content that goes against the terms of the conditions that affects their monetization then that means that they're doing it you know right and vice versa you know opposite identical but what what did you say earlier because i wanted to get back to that point um i don't remember yeah so but like just in general i think with all that's happening i don't know if i would really want to be put in the spotlight as to having subscribers i want to wait for it to clear over and blow over and then i'll go back to to hoping I get so many subscribers because I don't really care about the subscribers. I like making content because I like making content. Like that's just. He just it. sounded really cynical there. <laughs> he cares about his subscribers, but yeah. he, he doesn't. He doesn't care about the count. He right. Cares I don't about care about the doing count. the content and making you guys happy. Right. Well, I, and it's like I tell people all the time in my videos. If you don't like what I'm making, like you can unsubscribe and you can go watch something else that you want to watch. I don't care how upset that gets you because like the people who are gonna like my what I make are gonna always be there for what I make you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so like I don't care specifically if you're new that's the or same not. mentality I have when it makes my when I'm making yeah. music or whatever if it's like I'm on like if I'm streaming on Twitch right and right. on Twitch you can ha- you can live chat with the, the streamer right because mm-hmm. they used to just do games now you can do painting you can draw I mean you can do music production and that's what I do and I've had multiple times where people just come in and they do what's called backseat Mm-hmm. Producing and they're like, you need to add sidechain to this, or you need to add a kick to that. You need to make that louder. And it's like, how old are you? Thirteen? <laughs> how old am I? Twenty. I'm in college and I'm going to school for this. But so I think you'd be surprised as to like what but, kids can do now. And he's not saying that like like you were in the wrong, but like but anything. Listen to my point, okay? I get it. Kids are more advanced than what they do and stuff like that. Right. But they're still kids. They're not in school for this. Right, and, and you I'm, are. And I'm not saying every person that's not in college going to do this stuff is bad. What I'm saying is, because, like, I have a couple artists I like, Foria. One of my favorite artists is Foria. He's on SoundCloud. Um, he's 17 years old, and he produces music. And he makes 
beautiful music. Right. But the thing is, is that he, if I like someone's music, I look up to them and I'll accept advice for them, even though they're younger than me. Right. If I don't know who you are or what you do and you're just going to come in and tell me what to do. Also, this is my track. If I asked for advice from y'all, I would ask. Right. Don't just come in and say, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to listen to you. This is my track. I'm going to do what right, I want to do. And it, it applies to anything. I hate it when people are like, you need to do it this way or you need to do it that way. It's not good. It's like um, you're not making the track. The, yeah, like if you, wanted, if you want to see the track a certain way like that, then you create your own track and make it like that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's just the end all, whatever. Um, so, yeah, but just in general, I'm waiting. <laughs> Back to me. I'm so selfish. But, like, I think, like, anything else... I'm just going to wait for this whole thing to blow over. Now, I want to talk about Halloween. What do you have planned for Halloween? Party. Party. We have a party with some of my our friends, and I'm DJing it. Oh. It's going to be my first party that I'm actually DJing. <gasps> so no costumes this year? I don't know what I'm going to do. I wanted to go. I was, I, was, I, was, I was dressed up as the a guy that worked at Chili's. Hannah, what are you going to go as? Oh, yeah, our hand, Hannah's here. Uh, I think I'm going to be a cat. You're going to be a cat? Or I'm going to be Meow. Sandy. Another one of our friends is sitting with us, so like she wants to be a cat. You know what I wanted to go as huh. the big marshmallow person from, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I knew you were gonna say Ghostbusters. Well, no, no, oh, the I, no, I, only because I I like the outfit. I do, mm-hmm. and then I saw an outfit online for like maybe forty dollars, um, and I wanted to she get it. I wanted to what I wanted to do was I wanted to get like a group of friends to dress up as like the Ghostbusters and like me and another group of friends can dress up as the monsters and like we just run around town uh, you know having them uh, try to chase us down or whatever but here's the thing I'm, I, I, wanted, I wanted to talk about this um, uh, on our podcast today what do you think is going to happen when Halloween hits and, and it's the same time we're having this clown devastation thing <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen? Because like to me, we're all gonna die. <laughs> here's here's my theory. Okay, here's my theory. We're I'm gonna go- get we're gonna get la- we're gonna laugh to death. Well, here's my Halloween prediction. Okay, this is gonna this is this is gonna be really. It, it's kind of it's gonna be hard for police to handle. Because it's Halloween, and so you're going to have people, you know, you're going to have people who dress up as a clown because it's Halloween, but you're also going to have people who dress up as a scary clown because of the fact that they are going to be jumping on the scary clown um, bandwagon social movement. And so you have, so it's going to be hard to identify which clowns are for good motives. No, cops have already said, if you dress up as a clown, you're going to be questioned. Right. And so because of that. Like, and I wouldn't dress up as a clown anyway, even if you're just doing it for fun. You're going to get jumped. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So, like, all of the you listening out, out there, like, I, I know, like, y'all are probably, like, really wanting to dress up as a clown. Like, I don't know who really would anyways because I'm, like, scared of clowns. But, like, all of you who are really wanting to, just be careful because recently there just have don't been... don't do it. Yeah. There have been a lot of clowns being physically harmed because... Climb they, lives matter. Be, well, <laughs> I'm not even going to joke about that. But sorry, I'm not like putting you under the bus, but here's the thing. Okay. Have you've seen videos where where the people who dress up as clowns who go out and scare people they with look the knives so and stuff? Fake. Well, you you've seen the videos on YouTube where they've been physically attacked by people who are driving down the road and they, they, they get so out of their truck or their cars and they beat them up, right? Well, that's uh, that's another thing too, a lot. It's Joey, it's it's um Joey salads all over again. 
Oh, what was that other YouTuber, though? The other one who made... I don't want to talk about him. No, there was another YouTuber out there who made... Uh, but it's always Joey Salads. He was actually accused of faking his own crap. He even had somebody... He was... He, they did this... They did this social experiment, right? I don't believe in those at all. I don't believe in them either. But he did this social experiment where he did... He, he tested out Black Lives Matter, all, all this stuff, and he was testing out... That is... What he basically, what he did is, he says, I'm going to park this, this car with a bunch of Trump stickers all over it in a black neighborhood, and we'll see what happens. Five minutes minutes later a whole bunch of black guys showed up I would up say African with their faces blur, blur blurred out really you're going to blur out somebody that's beating up a car's no, face here's the thing. here's the, and then a couple of days later someone posted on Twitter of them in the apartment complex above it videotaping him videotaping it and guess who's behind the camera the bad guys here's the thing I'm going to say African-American because I, you know, whatever. Sorry, I'm not, like, putting on the bus. But here's the thing about that. I think, I think if this, if people think Joey Salas is not racially discriminating after this. It's not racially discriminating. He's just an asshole. No, I think it is. I think it's, I think his intentions were to, uh, this is a very sensitive topic. Only because it, it is. That's why he's doing it. Well, here's the thing. I think I don't think it was racially motivated, but I do think this is bringing out his true colors, and I do think he is a racist. And I, I and and I, in a way, I do maybe think it is was racially motivated. I don't know because I wasn't him at the time. You know what I'm saying? So like we'd have to investigate it. But I do think that when you do something like that, it brings out the true colors of who you are, and because of that, you're going to be remembered as the most discriminating person, um, besides. <laughs> Trump. I'm not. I'm not attacking. Oh, this is just so sensitive. I just. I. I will never condone what what Joey has done in his life, and I don't condone any of his experiments. I don't condone him as a person because you know it's just. I don't. I'm sorry. I just never. I think once once a racist, always a racist. And I'm not just saying he's just a racist. He's just an all around asshole. No, you know, no, that too. No, no, that's absolutely. Because if you're true. gonna make a video showing that. Dude, well, not it's very biased against people, and uh, I think he's there's doing it because he can get away with it, and he can. He's also making money. Well, off here's of the thing. It. Okay, here's the here's the true thing. I do believe, and there's just a breakdown of it. Joey, Joey, and and, and to all of you listening, he hasn't just even done this against racists. He has offended entire cultures. Yes. Okay, do you remember the uh, YouTube videos? It, it was a big hype where he, I think it was him or it was one of his colleagues dressed up in, um, uh, I don't I don't want to offend people, but he dressed up in a certain type of, of dressing. Oh, uh, where he dressed up, okay. But, I, I, I can say, I know how to say this, okay. Basically, he dressed up, he, he pretended to be transgender. No, 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 no. It's when he was throwing bomb, throwing packages that were supposed to be bombs at people. Do you remember that incident? Okay. I don't, I don't, well, 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 yeah, here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to name the type of clothing because I don't want to offend anybody, you know, whatever. But like, I don't. Only because I don't know what you. Would he was call wearing that stereotypical thing. Middle Eastern, which which would you expect a terrorist to wear? That is what he was wearing. I don't know about. <laughs> that is what he was that. wearing. He was wearing a stereotypical, stereotypical meaning. Attire. Yeah, stereotypical Middle Eastern attire that you would expect a terrorist yeah, it, to wear. It, it, I, yeah, I will say it is attire. 
Yeah, I, I guess. I'm not too sure. I don't, I won't, <laughs> whatever. But besides the point is, I, what it doesn't matter, but the, what he did was so offensive to an entire culture. It was so offensive to um, an entire social society. And because when you do things like that and when you do social experiments, quote unquote, um, to to what he did with the Trump car, I think not only should you have legal action taken against you, you should be removed from the Internet. You should be obligated. You can't now you can't say that because the Internet is an open place and anybody can post anything. But I, I agree with you. But technically, you can't do that. that like, yeah, and I see what you're saying. You can't remove the. There's no country from. laws on the internet. But I do think, I do think that there should be some type of prosecution brought to people like that because not I. You know, it's like you said. You can't take all the a holes off the internet. But I don't. I I do think that, like anything, there should be some sort of consequence brought against people like that. Um, whether it's social or whatever, because I'm pretty sure he's getting social backlash for this. I mean, there's no way he's not getting Here's the thing. Social. YouTube's complaining to everybody about putting the word sex in their tags, and they're not even having sex. They're just doing it because they talked about it mm-hmm. as a funny joke. They're taking money away from people that do that, but they're not taking money away from you know people like Joey Salads, and that's where people are getting pissed off about, right. because Joey Salads is... He's huge enough. YouTube can see what he's doing. Absolutely. Every day. So why aren't they doing anything I, to I, him? Right, and, and that's what I'm saying. I, I think there should be some sort of something should happen. <laughs> you know, something should happen. Whether it's it's whether it's he has some restrictions brought against him or whatever. But I, you know, it's just just really fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> really, like, I hope he gets, I hope karma gets him so bad. It's not even going to be funny. But anyways, back to Halloween. Okay. What? <laughs> back to Halloween. Only because we have, like, ten minutes left or whatever. Anyways, so I wanted to buy the costume and stuff like that, okay? But I was thinking about it. I was like, well, like, what? I, I don't want to run into any clowns. So, like, I don't know what I want to do. Only because, like, I'm really, really, really... Um, kind of uncomfortable around clowns. Like, I just, I don't like them, you know? Uh, and not not that I'm trying to offend anybody who wears clown costumes, whatever, but your motives behind it better not be to, like, it's F with people. Because let me tell you, it's that, no. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> poor Eddie. Poor Eddie. But, like, you know, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like this Halloween is going to be kind of a disaster uh, a very chaotic one especially because people don't know which clowns are good and which clowns are bad so yeah but anyways so halloween um i'm kind of excited but i'm kind of nervous because like i don't know what i'm doing and um yeah i just i, I wanted to talk about halloween and to celebrate the spirit of it spoopy it's very spoopy spoopy oh you're going to austin right yeah, this weekend. Anyone going to Austin, you need to go to the House of Torment down there. It is awesome. Funny story. I haven't been to the House of Torment, but I have a medical excuse of why I don't go there. Oh. Okay, so here's a little, little story for y'all, okay? 
When I was in 10th grade, I went to a haunted house uh, in uh, a town north of Austin called Georgetown. Um, I had a friend there, and me and him, he asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, I really don't want to go because I don't like being scared. And he's like, no, come on, let's go. I'm like, all right, let's go. So it's a haunted jail cell, and it's very claustrophobic, and it's and they can touch you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going through, and I apparently started, I started, I remember screaming, and then blanking out, and then waking up outside. Right. Paramedics had to take me out of a haunted house because I almost had a heart attack. Oh, no. I legit almost had a heart attack. I almost died. I almost got scared to death. And they said, Mr. Mosley, we should we'd advise you to never go into a haunted house again. I'm like, great. I actually have an excuse now. <laughs> well, I, you know, rumor has it there are some, like, rumor actually. Rumor has it. Ooh, oh, I am all about the rumors. It, <laughs> well, have you heard about the really haunted places here in Houston? Uh, hell no. Well, so supposedly, supposedly there are, like, places where you can go on Halloween night and, like, some people will, like, force you to pay or whatever. You know, I don't know how speculation goes or, or how it goes down or whatever. But, like, you can go and you can go in for a night on, to, like, abandon to one of the abandoned hospitals here in Houston. Uh, like, there's a restaurant. No. There's a restaurant where you can go to and it's supposedly haunted. And, like, you pay so much just to eat there or, or to go in and see or whatever. And it's supposedly, like, actually haunted. I've never been, but I kind of want to go. Hell. When people say haunted, it's like, and they tell you and they make you pay money, it's because they like plan these things out. Yeah, a lot of these things are planned, fake. but still, no, I, absolutely. I still don't trust it. I, only because, only because, like, you never know. I feel like by, I don't, I mean, I'm not, in a way I'm superstitious, in a way I'm not. Um, I believe in aliens and I believe in ghosts. <laughs> but, like, you just, because, like, because, like, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to, like, to, like, you know, have fun or whatever. But, like, when you get to a certain, a certain ex- ex- extent when messing with this kind of stuff, in a way, you're kind of opening the doors to get yourself, like, involved. Like, with the Ouija board, I will never mess with it. I will never mess with it. Never, 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 ever, 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 ever. Like you just don't mess with things like that. Like, is it's just not. You're just opening yourself up to. A bunch you're of opening bad the stuff. portal to whatever the heck whatever is out there. The spirits or the ghosts or whatever come from, and you just you know. You're all opening you, your house up to Casper the friendly ghost. Okay, what do you think about the Girl, it ain't friendly. It ain't friendly at all. It's bad. Has Hasbro <laughs> made a one back a couple years ago <gasps> you, for twelve year olds? What, did you see the one that was being sold at Target? They have one that's like eight years old and up, and I'm like, eight-year-olds oh, can no, buy a I'm sorry. Why would you think that 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 is okay to sell to kids? I'm sorry, you would need to reevaluate your that marketing some, techniques. That is some adult. <laughs> that is some deep dark stuff. Yeah, that it really is. You need to really think about your marketing techniques and to as to what. Oh, it's not a real Luigi board, dude. Stop. Just like imagine all the kids for Halloween. Mommy, mommy, buy this, and she's just like, I can, nah. I can, I can just imagine someone communicating with Walt Disney, and all of a sudden oh you God. just hear this. Oh boy! Hey, well, I know that. That's. I guess that's a really proper topic for Halloween. Time to do murder believe, everybody. Wait, uh, do you believe that Walt Disney's body is actually in Disneyland? I don't fucking no, I know. Don't believe you don't? I feel like I'm, I feel like people say that because they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go and investigate and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's not. Right. I'm uh, well, sure they have like a special place for him because he was a pretty important person. They wouldn't bury him in Disneyland. Well, where people can go and like <laughs> look at his body as like display. Oh, look, there he is. Well, they say it's <laughs> hidden. They say it's hidden underground somewhere in Disneyland. I don't know. So bullshit. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, like, I. 
like, I mean, maybe, but... Truly, I like, like, any person would just say, like, yeah, like, I don't know about this, I don't know. But, like, you just never know, you know what I'm saying? Because even the most weirdest things can be true. Mm-hmm. You never you know what I mean? You just never, ever, ever know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope his body's not there because then I wouldn't... Just imagine all the worms rotting. Well, they say he's in cryogenic, he's in a cryogenic tube tube or whatever you know where it keeps your body frozen and then like when you're ready to come out and be alive or whatever like they unfreeze you and you're still what able to live i don't believe in that shit did you hear the story why they think it happened well supposedly he had cancer and so like he knew he was gonna end up dying or whatever and so like the, the story goes is that he told his employers or whatever to freeze him in a cryogenic state so that way when the cure for cancer came out they could unfreeze him and he can have the cure for cancer now how selfish is that (laughs) (laughs) that is the selfish most selfish thing by the way, I'm not saying that story is true, but I did hear something like that from D- Shane Dawson's video. Oh not God. sponsored, oh, but Shane, like Shane, Shane you you're a you're you're a character. I can already say that. I don't know I don't know if you should take that as like Shane or what, but like I you know, I don't see the problem with him. I don't know. He's don't, funny. He, yeah, he's really funny. I do like his content I'm and sorry, stuff. It's okay. No, it's okay. We're in the I you know. Well, is there anything else we want to talk about? I don't I, know. Uh, no. no. <laughs> I think we talked enough. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but I, I think we covered everything. I think we did, too. Really and I really have to pee, so. <laughs> well, all of you out there, thank you for listening. Um, like I said, go to soundcloud.com and iTunes and go follow my uh, podcast. And who knows? Maybe we'll have you on for another interview soon. And also, because I know he's going to forget, put it. Uh, he's going to put all my information. Yes, in the and only SoundCloud. You said only put SoundCloud in the video in the audio description. Yeah. Okay. And you can find the places to go find stuff from there. Well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Zare, and thank you all for listening. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your day and keep safe.